One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Goofy Radio. Goofy Radio. In your airwaves. On the plane, on the train, across the country, everywhere you need to be. I am Brandon Scoopy Robinson, host of the Scoopy Radio Podcast, 3.5 million streams last year. Make sure you subscribe to the Scoopy Radio Podcast on all platforms, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or simply by visiting ScoopBRadio.com. And we're not just sports. We're not just entertainment. We're also into literacy and education. And on the line right now is a guy that knows a little bit about meshing both. Ash Exantis, better known as Ash Cash. Make sure to follow him on Instagram at I am Ash Cash. What's going on, Ash? Hey, what's up, Scoop? How you doing, brother? I'm, I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm trying to make a dollar out of 15 cents. That's it, man. Still pay your rent, you know what I'm saying? Of course. Yes, of sir. course. For those who are talking to the party, Ash Cash is one of the nation's top personal finance experts. He's dubbed as the hip-hop financial motivator, and he uses a culturally responsive approach in teaching financial literacy. You're also a speaker and best-selling author of many books. Bro, when do you sleep? Man, I don't even know what that is. Like, what <laughs> what is sleep? I just I just take naps here and there. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, it's, it's you know I think I think one thing I learned is that when you have a gift, um, you don't know when you know when your time is gonna be up. So you got to give the gift back to the world. And so for me, uh, I'm fortunate enough to know what my purpose is in life and what uh, God has given me as my gift. And so my, my, my purpose every single day is just to make sure I'm giving that gift back to the world. And that's why, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm constantly on the grind and, and trying to help motivate, inspire uh, people to live their best life. Bro, you from Harlem. You're just a hustler. That's it. It's <laughs> in my blood. That's it. Even, even, even as I, I was saying that, I was like, yeah, but, but you know, I, I want the bag too. You know what I'm saying? But I'm, from, I'm from the home of the hustlers. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's part of it. I, I don't do it for free. Let, let's just say that, you know? No, we passed that point in life. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We passed that point in life. So I've watched you for a while, particularly on social media with your motivational posts. But what really sold me on you was your book, uh, The Wake Up Call, uh, Financial Inspiration Learned from 444 for those who were not familiar with 444, that was Jay-Z's last installment uh, that he released in 2017, which either people were really woke or fake woke. Yep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> how long did it take you to write that book? Oh, man. Uh, two months, maybe? Um, hmm. I, think, I think for me, 
um, part of what, you know, I've been, I've been a writer for 10 years, though. So my first book came out in 2009. Um, and so uh, part of why it, took, it didn't take that long to write was because the information is the information. Right? I can't, you know, I didn't make up how to teach you about credit. I didn't make up, you know, how to teach you about life insurance and things of that nature. But what was intriguing about 444 is that when he's telling you, you know, uh, what's better than blowing money in a strip club is, is, is your credit or generational wealth is the key and estate planning and all that stuff. When he's telling you about that stuff, for me, it was sort of like a layup. I said, yo, this whole album, people are focusing on infidelity when that's only like 10% of the album. The other mm. 90% of the album, he was giving you the key. Right? I'm giving you a million dollars worth of game for nine ninety nine. Like, come on. Like, why are people missing this? And so for me, it was my job as a financial educator to mesh the two, to say, okay, this is, he's giving you what needs to happen, but how are you going to do it? And so I just kind of filled in the blank and gave you the how. You're considered a financial educator. How does one become that? Uh, I think it's really your experience. You know, I, I think that for me, uh, my, my background, you know, I'm from the home of the hustlers, right? And so I've been mm -hmm. an entrepreneur since eight years old, packing bags, selling t-shirts on 125th Street. So I always had that, uh, that hustle in me. Then I was a banker for 10 years. And so, you know, managing money for, for high net worth individuals that at one point I was a private banker managing money. My, my biggest client was worth $22 million. And, I, and so I understood you know, how to manage money for wealthy individuals, but I also, I'm from the hood, so I understand that aspect of it. Mm -hmm. And so my, uh, me being a financial educator is simply just going out and teaching what I know, teaching what I know from, you know, being at the bottom, living paycheck to paycheck, but then also, you know, amassing some, some you know, level of wealth um, and being able to learn from those who also have wealth um, and, and teach that. And so it's really uh, just, you know, something that, you know, I, you know, based on my experience, based on, uh, you know, my, my, you know, my, you know, uh, what I do every single day that's made me a financial educator. Ask Cash Exantis on the line with Scoopy Radio. Make sure to follow him on Instagram at I am Ask Cash. We're talking financial literacy and more. Uh, you did write that book in 2017 about Jay-Z, and I'm curious from your perspective. I've seen you talk about it on Instagram, but I want to, for the record, I, I'm curious. Do you think that for African Americans, um, the, the, whatever he's doing with the NFL, is be, and not just African Americans, but for people who may not be in the same tax bracket as him, mm -hmm. do you think that it's unfathomable for people to understand what's actually going on, or do you think he's taking people for a ride? No, I think I think that his work speaks for itself. Uh, I think when you when you look at people's resumes, um, I think you should judge them based on what they've done. Um, and, and especially based on what, uh, what, what they've done and they don't, what they don't have to do, meaning that, um, he's been an advocate for the culture for, for a very long time. It's not only, you know, 2019 is not in the, you know, when he came out, right. He was, he was trying to, he was trying to teach game. Um, you know, and, and, and obviously you want to get paid to, to do what you need, you know, to, to, to teach the game or whatever. So it's not, he's not doing it. It's not a charity. And so I do think that um, you also have to be on the inside to make change, right? Like I, like I always hear people talk about, um, 
you know, why don't you build your own? Why don't you build your own? But if you really look at wealth in America, uh, you know, black people are what, 13 to 15 percent of the population in America. And so if we're going to get rich, if we're going to build wealth, you can't only sell the black people because that's not the numbers just don't add up. Like you, you're going to have to cross market. When you think about how he became a billionaire, it wasn't only black people who are buying. It's, only, it's not only black people that buy hip hop right now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so I think that people forget that in order for us to truly build wealth, uh, you have to be able to integrate and, and get, gain access uh, to other people. And so I think it's, it's a smart move uh, to be able to uh, use his leverage, use his influence to, to, to dictate change from the inside opposed to trying to uh, do it from the outside. You wrote a book about uh, What the FICO, 12 Steps to Repairing Your Credit. Curious. If you could... Simplified in three, what are three things for people who are listening that are looking to repair their credit? What are three things that they could do today that would improve their score right away? Yeah, no, absolutely. So, so your credit is break, broken down into five categories, 35, 30, 15, 10, 10. 35% of your score is your payment history. 30% of your score is your usage ratio. 15% of your score is the length of credit history, meaning how long you've had credit. 10% of your score is your credit mix, and the other 10% is any new credit that you have. The 15, 10, 10% um, is stuff that happens with time, so you can't affect that immediately, but that 35% and that 30% is something that you could affect immediately. So number one, make sure you're paying all your bills on time. Do not pay anything late. And when I say don't pay anything late, I'm not saying that if you're late one day, two days that you are doomed, uh, don't pay anything past 30 days late. If anything is past 30 days late, uh, then that's going to negatively impact your score. Number two, the laws are in your favor. So a lot of people don't realize that if there's any derogatory information on your credit report, the onus is on the actual uh, collection agency. The onus is on them to prove that you're the one that did it. And so any negative items that you have on your report, um, you need to challenge those. You need to find those letters. And, you know, you know, you could Google the letters. You can hit me up. I'll give you letters. You know, like you could send letters out to the, to the uh, uh, credit agency to have them that verify and validate whether you have, uh, whether you owe that debt. And then lastly, number three is to make sure that your credit cards are 30% or lower uh, in usage, meaning that if you have a $1,000 credit card, do not use over $300, which is 30% of that $1,000, because anything over 30% is negatively impacting your score. In fact, your credit score goes from 300 to 850. Anybody who has a 720 or above has excellent credit, and those who have excellent credit usually keep their usage ratio between 10 to 15%. So if you do those three things, if you make sure that you pay all your bills on time, you remove any negative items that's on your current credit report, and you keep your, your usage ratio uh, to 30, to 30% or below, you will immediately see an, an increase in your score. Who was it that said all that credit, debt it? All that credit, <laughs> debt it. You think your mom saying, you know, let's forget it. Uh, B-I-D, you know? <laughs> B-I-D, yes, sir. Well, well, yes, sir. Ash, you wrote a book called Making Sense of Kanye. It's good Ooh. to financial freedom. Yeah. Yes. Uh, were you at LNA and me when he had this Kanye Sunday service? Or were, no, you, that, were, were you in Atlanta or, or, at, uh, at Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I was, I, I, I was, I was in. I didn't get a chance to see him, 
but yeah, I was I was in the letter. I was in the letter with with uh, he was having his Sunday service. What um, are Sunday services like? I, you know, honestly, I think I think Sunday services are um, a better version of Kanye. Honestly, right when you think about it, he's not really talking. He's doing what he does best, which is uh, creating music. And I think that that's where his genius lies. Um, and it's funny because I wrote the book Making Sense of Kanye because uh, when he was going through the rant of, uh, you know, 400 years of slavery and love is the, is the most powerful uh, tool in the world, he wasn't wrong. It's just that his delivery was wrong. And so I felt like, you know, people would miss uh, the message that he was giving if they were only focusing on Kanye um, and to the point where, uh, you know, you know, he was a great example when we talk about mental health and being able to, uh, you know, confront mental health and have those healthy conversations. Um, no one really talked about mental health and money. And so making sense of Kanye, which is actually one of my best books that I've, that I've ever written, uh, the sales don't 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 uh, don't dictate that because nobody everybody was done with Kanye and so the, that book did horrible. Uh, but I still I still stand behind it. It's one of the best books I've written. Uh, but at the end of the day, it, it talks about spirituality, financial freedom, and really using Kanye West's story uh, in order to give you a, a glimpse on uh, mental health and money and how and, and what steps you can take uh, to properly get your mind right mentally um, and your finances. You got to get your mind right, <clears throat> money right, ready for war. Ready for war. That's it. As Memphis Bleak would say, yeah. um, just to give people a kind of a cursory look in, in your Amazon.com description, it says Kanye West has become one of the most controversial artists of the 21st century. His antics often result in the questioning of his sanity and has many people wondering whether he is a master of publicity who simply knows how to keep his name in the news or if he really needs professional help. Million dollar question. Is he just misunderstood or is he crazy? Uh, I think, you know, I, I, I think that he's misunderstood, but I also think that anyone with a high level of genius, um, they're not going to be socially, they're going to be socially awkward, right? And so I think that he's misunderstood. Um, I, from, from his recollection, he's had um, mental issues. And so I, I do think that uh, there, you know, uh, there is some mental breakdowns that happen. Um, but overall, I think he's misunderstood. And I think that he is highly intelligent, uh, but because he's highly intelligent, um, there's some uh, idiosyncrasies in his, uh, you know, in his social behavior that, you know, you know, many people might not not fully understand. Sure. Mozart was one of the most gifted people, as was Thomas Edison. People yes. question their sanity as well. Yes. Yes. Um, when you look at uh, hip hop and you look at, I guess, uh, I guess us coming of age, um, another Rockefeller reference, but when you look at um, where we are as a society, where we're grownups, we grew up watching Allen Iverson, watching him wear the arm sleeve, and now all the kids wear the arm sleeve. We watched Jay go from Reasonable Doubt and to, to The Evils to, uh, you know, all those different songs to now, you know, having a partnership with the NFL. Do you feel like hip-hop is a case study on what maybe corporate America was doing for years and we were brought into it? Like, where, where do you think we are? Um, with hip hop, and, and why is it the perfect time for someone like you 
to not only monetize it, but to educate people. Yeah, I think, I think um, when hip-hop started, uh, it was, you know, in its, you know, in its infancy, and so a lot of uh, the business moves, a lot of the influence, uh, you know, to be frank, you know, hip-hop was being pimped for a very long time. Uh, but because there's this, this evolution, uh, like, you know, like you mentioned, uh, yeah, it, it, it's exactly what uh, corporate America uh, has done and continues to do is, you know, there's somebody at the top that's using all the other people uh, for their talents, for their resources, and, and they're not fully being compensated. Um, I think that now we're at a, a perfect place, not only because hip-hop has evolved, uh, not only because, uh, you know, we're, we're starting to realize our power um, as as culture, you know, makers and movers and shakers, you know, in, in the world, not just only music. Um, but I think that because now that we have direct access to consumers, uh, mm-hmm. there is there isn't any middleman anymore. So you think about twenty years ago, we wouldn't be in this position because you still needed a label, you still needed you still needed ways to access the consumer directly. But when you think about social media now and 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 the, you know the barriers to entry are very very low. Um, now we're starting to see like, oh, why do I need a label? If I can, you know, put out my music and directly sell to to my fans, then what do I need the label for? Because the label was distribution. The label was giving me access to these people was the middle ground. And so now, you know, we're starting to understand that uh, I don't really necessarily need that that label. Then when you think about just even wealth in general and building wealth, it's all about ownership, right? You know, mm-hmm. people always ask me the key. Until you own your own, you can't be free, right? And and mm-hmm. so now when you think about ownership, it's, it's about owning. And so now, you know, why, why wouldn't I build my own ecosystem? Why wouldn't I have my own merchandise? Why wouldn't I, you know, write my own books and sell books? And why wouldn't I, you know, uh, you know uh, uh, partner up with liquor companies? Oh, you know what? Why, why not create my own liquor, right? And so there's so many uh, ancillary uh, items and, and things that uh, hip-hop drives and now, you know, hip hop artists and uh, you know people within the culture are now realizing uh, this. There, there is a space for us. We can actually monetize and benefit off of our labor, off of the things that we've created. Um, and now is the perfect time for me as an educator to to, to continue to open open eyes, right? Because it's one thing to watch your favorite artists do it um, and and get inspired by them, but how? But what are the steps? You know, how do you actually take this idea uh, and make it your own? And so, uh, you know, for me as a as a financial educator, as somebody who has seen the best of both worlds, who could talk both languages, um, it's really a, a great opportunity to be able to uh, give people how, show them how uh, to 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 own their own, how to monetize on all of their gifts. Ask Cash on the line. Ask Cash uh, talking all books and talking hip hop and more. You wrote in 2015, My Right, Life Right, Manifesting Dreams Through the Laws of the Universe. And as I'm talking to you, uh, it it did end well, but the the early stages of uh, LeVar and Lonzo Ball and speaking it into existence was a thing that they always talked about in the church, but mainstream got a hold of it. Um, How how important is manifesting your dreams? And and did you see any parallel between the the balls and and the big ball of brand? Yeah, no, absolutely. I think think a couple of things is that – you know, the church says life and death is in the power of the tongue. Mm-hmm. Um, in 2006, when when the secret came out, you know, it was, it was something that um, 
you know, a lot of people took to uh, this whole, you know, speaking your dreams into ex- existence uh, became uh, mainstream. And it, it is a fact, you know, for me growing up in the projects, my life didn't change until I started telling myself something different, until I started to change it, just started to change the narrative. Uh, because it starts with your words, uh, you know, first it starts with your thoughts, then it goes to your words, and then your words create your actions, and your actions create your life. And so, uh, you know, I think that speaking into existence allows you to believe in what you're saying even if it's not true at the moment the more you say it the more you believe it and the universe will give you what you believe um and so at the end of the day when you think about the balls that's exactly what what they did you know they were speaking things into existence over and over and over and over again to the point where even if you didn't believe it you know even if they didn't believe it it would they were they were speaking their life into existence and the universe has no choice but to give you what you believe think about think about jay you know, uh, Jay was, Jay's been talking about being a billionaire since, you know, I remember I was listening to, uh, you know, Jay and Freeway, uh, talking about, uh, you know, Hey Big Spender. I don't know what year that was. That was what, 2000 maybe? <laughs> hey yeah. Big Spender. He's talking about, yo, I'm on my way to a billy. It took him 19 years, maybe, you know, tw- you know, 15, you know, 18 years, 17 years, how, whatever year that, that, that song came out. But he didn't because he kept speaking into existence. He kept saying, you know, this is what I want. This is what I want to the point that he believed it. And then, you know, we're going to get to that Billy first. That's why my mm-hmm. wife, the spiritual stuff really works. Yeah. And for those listening, Hey Big Spender, uh, Freeway and Jay-Z came out on in 2007 on Freeway's Free At Last album. I remember that. Yep. So 2007, right? So you, you're, you're talking 12 years yeah. from the date that he said that, 12 years <laughs> later. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? We're gonna, we, he, he, you know, he made it to that Billy. You know, the Billy Goat. Ash, what's going on with you? What's next? What are you moving? Ah, uh, man. I mean, so, so you know, rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. Um, I think that, you know, one of the things people don't realize, the reason why Nipsey was so important to the culture uh, was because his evolution uh, was, was, was happening in real time. When you think about Jay, when Jay came out of 96, uh, he was talking to, you know, people that was moving weight, right? Like he, he was talking, he was talking that drug talk, but if he wasn't really moving weight, you probably didn't, you know, he probably wasn't speaking your language. But Nipsey was somebody that was still in the streets, still, uh, you know, active, and, and now he was teaching you the game. Um, and so he was somebody that was very, very important to the culture. Uh, but, but the lessons and the things that he was teaching and the things that he was doing uh, could not die with him. Um, and so I released a book, man, called Hustlenomics uh, that gives you all of the blueprint. I used his lyrics and used all of what he was teaching, his interviews, uh, to teach you and give you a blueprint on how to own, right? How to own, whether you're a music artist or even if you're a business person, uh, you know, give you a way of how to own your future and, and, and take a hold of everything. Um, the book is for free. Um, and so if you go to hustlenomics.com, you could download a free copy um, and really just, just soak up the game. Uh, but, but other than that, man, I'm just, you know, I'm out here just, you know, just touching the streets, you know, at, at you know, uh, top of 2020, uh, I want to do a tour, uh, where I go around in different, you know, different neighborhoods and just teach people how to change their mindset, how to manage their money. Uh, but my goal is just to, you know, educate because financial freedom is our only hope. I, um, was watching an old interview with uh, DJ Quick. It was on Instagram and, uh, he basically was talking about how he signed this deal and how, Basically, you get advance money as a rapper or or, or artist, and then um, you know he went into debt. 
you see a lot of rappers, particularly 10, 15 years ago. It seems like the rapper startup kit is the advance. You use the advance, you get you some jewelry, you get you some clothes, you get you some studio time, and then you hope to flip it. But the reality is you're getting 70 cents an album in some cases. Um, and now it's digital streams. How do you think back then um, rappers could have changed that narrative? Is it taking that money and investing it elsewhere instead of getting jewelry and instead of buying the cars? Like, I know that's like a duh thing, but like, how did the best figure that out from your experience of working in the financial sector? Yeah, no, absolutely. Exactly that, right? So I think that uh, the biggest mistake people make uh, is that they use their physical labor uh, in order to make money. Um, and it's important that people start to change their relationship with money. Instead of working hard for money, money needs to work hard for you. Um, and so uh, I'm not one of those financial advisors that's going to say that you need to stay away from buying chains, buying clothes, buying cars, or whatever the case may be. But if you're going to do that stuff, don't let your physical labor pay for it. Let your assets pay for it. Um, and so I, so I would say that, you know, you know, if we had a magic wand and we could go back in time, that if a rapper, instead of buying the jewelry, the clothes, the cars or whatever, these things that, that depreciate in value, if they were to put their money into real estate, if they were to put their money into the stock market, if they were to put their money into things that appreciate in value, and then the income that they receive from that appreciating asset, use that to buy things, then they would be in a, in a better position. So I'll give you an example. Instead of buying, you know, you know, you know, rappers would buy, you know, these big mansions, right? So instead of buying a mansion, how about you buy a building, right? If you, you know, that same money that they bought the jewelry, the car, the, the mansion, what if they took that same million dollars or whatever it was uh, and bought a building, even if it's in the hood, right? Because, the, you know, the, the people in the hood pay rent too. And so if you had a building that had 10 apartments and each of those 10 apartments are giving you $1,000 a month, in, in, in rent, that's, you know, that's $10,000 that you, that you get, you know, residually, right? And then in, in time, that property would increase as, as the hoods are getting gentrified and things are, are changing. Now your property value is worth more. Now what you could charge for rent is more. And now your, your cash flow is bigger. Um, then you'll be in a better position. So now you're technically not working for money. You don't have to, to put out another record, but you still have used that, that, that gift to monetize it. And each month you're getting paid, you know, based on, you know, something that you did one time, which is buy that building. And so, you know, I would say buying, buying assets, buying income-producing assets and buying appreciating assets um, is, is what would be the best way that they could have, uh, you know, increased their wealth and not have to uh, worry about working for money. I think financial literacy for a lot of people is new but old, just like uh, people think getting your bodies done and, and their booties and their breasts and everything else done was something they, the rich folks were doing in the 80s and 90s, and now it's accessible for everybody. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. I agree. And, 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 and that's why I think that now is the perfect time. That's why I decided to bridge hip-hop and financial literacy because, you know, what do they say? They say put the, you know, put the medicine in the candy, right? Or put the right. candy in the medicine. Or put, mm -hmm. yeah, put the me medicine in the candy. And tomato, so, tomato. It's about, right? So, <laughs> so, you know, and so, and so, 
you know, when you think about hip hop being a now, now we're mature. Now we're, you know, we're 40, 40 plus years old. And so now, you know, the same people who started who were, who were teenagers have kids, have houses, have 401ks, but it's, it's still a language that we fully understand. And so, you know, now is a, is a beautiful time. I'm happy that this, this time has happened, uh, because, you know, I, I see the trajectory of hip hop artists, um, being able to, to change the world, being able to bring worlds together, um, and we could use it to, to, to liberate ourselves and, and, and our communities. Hip-hop is digital. The, the mindset has changed. Uh, it's mumble rap. It's, it's, it's rock mixed with hip-hop. The next Ash Cash will be talking about what 20 years from now? The next Ash Cash... Uh, is is going to be talking about streaming. It's going to be talking about technology. Uh, the next Ashcast is going to be talking about blockchain because people don't talk about blockchain enough, but blockchain is going to change the world. It's not only about uh, digital currency. It's not only about Bitcoin. Uh, blockchain is, is going to change the way you buy homes. It's going to change the way you buy electronics. It's going to change the legal system. There's so many things that blockchain is going to change. And so the next Ashcast is going to be focusing on technology uh, and, 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 and specifically uh, blockchain and, and how uh, that's going to affect the world at, at large. You heard it first, Ash Cash. I got to check out that Nipsey Hustle book. I want you to sign that book because I'm interested. Got you, brother. Got you, man. Definitely got you. And, uh, man, you, you're a deep brother. We got to have you on again, and we got to talk more Jay around Super Bowl time. Yes, we, 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 yo, Jay is the GOAT, man. And, and so I, I'm, I'm hoping, uh, you know, I, you know, I, I think his intentions are pure. Um, I'm hoping just like in, in everything, people don't see the vision until afterwards. So, uh, yeah, around Super Bowl time, I want to see what, you know, what he makes happen so that we could, uh, you know, we could have a discussion on, uh, you know, being, being on the inside versus being on the out. But brother, I appreciate you, man. I value, man. Keep doing your thing. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Scoopy Radio. Overtime. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.